Emily Dickinson, Charlotte Bronte, Jane Austen. To us, they're the almost untouchable authors of classic literature. But to their contemporaries? Well, that's another matter altogether. This is Lit Slashing, a weekly podcast bringing you history's most notorious, bad, backhanded, and brutal reviews of literary classics. Alana Dunbill. And I'm Dr. Courtney Floyd. Together, we are exploring the world of Victorian and earlier literary reviews and um, bringing you the most horrifying of them <laughs> for your shot and fruit fueled listening. It's nice to hear bad reviews of people that you were taught in school and at university as being universally kind of beloved. Yeah. Let's, uh, Kick the myth of perfectionism, of perfectness, uh, to the curb. Yes. Yeah? Today, we're slashing William Wordsworth, or we're um, letting, hear, hearing about a slashing of... <laughs> we're replaying the slashing of William Wordsworth? Yeah. Who you might have heard about at some point. Um, William Wordsworth was born on April 7th, 1770, died on April 23rd of 1850. He was an English poet who, alongside his pal, Samuel Taylor Coleridge, kick-started the Romantic Age in English literature with the publication of Lyrical Ballads in 1798. He's famous for poems including Daffodils, whose opening, I Wandered Lonely as a Cloud, you might also recognize because it's pretty ubiquitous in our culture. So let's dive in with a slashing review. Yeah, what are we slashing today? Which of Wordsworth's works? A review of The Excursion being a portion of The Recluse, a poem by William Wordsworth, published in the Edinburgh Review, November 1814. This will never do. It bears no doubt the stamp of the author's heart and fancy but unfortunately not half so visibly as that of his peculiar system. His former poems were intended to recommend that system and to bespeak favor for it by their individual merit, but this, we suspect, must be recommended by the system and can only expect to succeed where it has been previously established. It is longer, weaker, and tamer than any of Mr. Wordsworth's other productions, with less boldness of originality and less even of that extreme simplicity and lowliness of tone which wavered so prettily in the lyrical ballads between silliness and pathos. We have imitations of Cowper and even of Milton here, engrafted on the natural drawl of the Lakers, and all diluted into harmony by that profuse and irrepressible wordiness which deluges all the blank verse of this school of poetry and lubricates and weakens the whole structure of their style. Though it fairly fills 420 good quarto pages without note, vignette, or any sort of extraneous assistance, it is stated in the title, with something of an imprudent candor, to be but a portion 
of a larger work. And in the preface, where an attempt is rather unsuccessfully made to explain the whole design, it is still more rashly disclosed that it is but, quote, a part of the second part of a long and laborious work, end quote, which is to consist of three parts. What Mr. Wordsworth's ideas of length are, we have no means of accurately judging, but we cannot help suspecting that they are liberal, to a degree that will alarm the weakness of most modern readers. <laughs> I got this isn't scholarly at all, but I did get distracted when they referred to people who live in the Lake Districts as Lakers, because I was thinking about the Los Angeles Lakers, and I was like, how does Kobe Bryant feel about this? Who am I thinking of? He did play for the Lakers, but LeBron James! That's who I'm thinking of. Anyway, that's a complete aside. <laughs> <laughs> you needed to know. I mean, I really think this this reviewer could have quit at the first sentence. Like, this will never do. And full stop. That's it. I think a lot of especially undergraduates will probably relate to their main gripe seems to be it's too long. Mm -hmm. We don't want to read all of this. Which really reminded me of like, I don't know, I think Wordsworth and Charles Darwin have a lot in common in terms of what they think of as short. <laughs> the like, origin of the species was famously... Um, considered an abstract by darwin at 400 pages right and so like <laughs> yeah it's long guys it's long <laughs> they just wordsworth just has a lot of feelings and darwin has a lot of it's also feelings facts. about science or yeah facts is what they're called yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so i guess you know you can't you can't please everybody is even if you're like trying to Theor like do theory and practice at the same time to found a new field of poetry right even if you're one of the most iconic poets to ever live whose work every school child has to study at some point probably people are still going to be upset yep but i do think their main complaints being you know primarily around length is very timeless mm -hmm. yeah and well i mean it's just like this weird double standard of this is a really long review to say that the work is too long. <laughs> yes, when I'm trying to, this is why sometimes my reviews are like 10 minutes long, because it's so wordy. Just get to the point, dudes. Mm -hmm. So my review of the reviewer is, and yours by the sounds of it, is the same as their review of Wordsworth. Yeah. So yeah, this has been Lit Slashing, uh, where we get to explore hypocrisy in long form. <laughs> yes, please rate and subscribe and review if you're going to be kinder than these reviewers are to Wordsworth. Check us out on Twitter at Lit Slashing Pod and our website is litslashing.card.co. That's lit slashing, all in word, dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. Unlike Wordsworth, we are now going to keep it short and sweet. <laughs> <laughs>